Hi, YouTubers and Watchavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeToon.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Well, I've got a coffee we featured on the show before in ground form, but this is in the K-cup, the curd cup form. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that is really, really a nice cup of coffee um, from Black Rifle Coffee Company. Silencer Smooth. Now, again, this is the coffee of the month gift that I received from my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys, and this arrived last week. So, <laughs> yeah, I just cracked open the first one uh, for today's show. Let me uh, let me show you the label right there. Silencer Smooth right there, and here is the label on the, uh, the actual K-cup lid right there. Uh, yeah, and this is a, uh, on the side of the package, this is a light roast. And it is really a delightful, delightful cup of coffee. Hang on one minute. Hmm. That's terrific. And as they say on their product page, for many, Silencer Smooth stands out from the rest. And that's largely due to its delightful drinkability. This Latin American Arabica coffee offers a sweet aroma, tasting notes of citrus, caramel, and milk chocolate, and its distinct crisp finish, complementing many of our punchier medium and dark roasts. Essentially, this light roast coffee embodies the ethos of the quiet profession. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely spot on, I think. I think it's a very accurate description of it. And this morning, we're using my yellow Labrador uh, coffee mug right here because we're going to have a pet visit later on today, courtesy of viewer Bill Murphy. And we've got a great show planned uh, hey, how you doing this morning? Thanks so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me as we like to say on the show. And let me bring it up here so I get it right. <laughs> a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Yeah, one more. One. This is really a nice light roast coffee. Hmm. And I made it in my Keurig machine, 12 ounces, because I got such a generous coffee mug here, 12 ounces, and I used that strong button, and man, oh man, that is a really good cup of coffee. So, uh, hey, if you're taking me along in your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. If you've tuned into the podcast, thanks so much for putting in those earbuds and giving us a, giving us a listen. I really do appreciate it. Again, as I say, we got a great show for you this morning. Got a pet visit. Got some really, really nice shaving tips. We have got an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. We are in the home stretch, and uh, Jim from Northfield also sent along uh, uh, something for the uh, prize package giveaway, so my thanks to Jim for doing that. We also have uh, some great refill comments. We've got some new wet shaving gear to share with you. And, oh, yeah, stay tuned for questions and comments. We have something in here in that segment that is just Wow, that is really, really something. I'm, I'm really excited to show this to you. I'll just say vintage. So check that out when that segment comes up. Maybe some of you are going to the timestamps right away and just kind of jumping ahead. That's okay. Not a problem at all. But I'm really excited to show this to you. And it kind of falls in to uh, uh, our previous discussions on previous Monday morning mailbags. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to showing that to you. Oh, hey, yeah, you know, and I got to issue a correction here. 
Uh, Stephen M. 1563 left a comment in uh, the previous Monday morning mailbag, last week's Monday morning mailbag. And he said, hey, Mark, good show as always. I was bummed this week because I think you duplicated the comic and the Find the Differences cartoon from last week. They are always fun and an extra bonus. Keep up the fantastic work. And Ken Frederick also commented, another great show, Mark. Have you used these cartoons before or am I just imagining this? Take care. Well, gentlemen, you're correct. I don't know how it happened, but I did duplicate those cartoons in the September 25th show. Those were cartoons from the September 18th show. And I don't know. I had something all set to go for September 25th. And I don't know why I dragged and dropped those cartoons from the 18th in that slot. I don't know. I uh, When I'm editing the show, I have everything very, very well organized. I got everything in folders. Uh, every, you know, every, if someone sends along pictures or screenshots or anything like that, there that there's a folder there with their name on it. And that information is in there. And all my cartoons are in folders and organized. And, uh, you know, the music is in its own folder and all my transitions and effects are all, everything's organized is what I'm saying. And uh, I don't know how that happened. I, I could have sworn I put the cartoons from the 25th uh, into last uh, last week's show. And for some reason, it was the 18th. So my apologies. I did accidentally duplicate them. I'm still scratching my head trying to figure out how that happened. I, it, was, I, it was an oversight on my part, so I apologize. So I'm going to make sure, I'm going to doubly check that the uh, cartoons this week are new and that uh, that uh, they'll, I hope you enjoy them and I hope uh, you enjoy the Double Take cartoon as well. So again, my apologies, but thank you to Stephen and Ken for pointing that out. I really, really do appreciate that. Well, okay, that kind of that kind of laid the groundwork of what we got going on this morning. Again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. So let's kick the show off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. This morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Gary J.C. T-Bird, and he writes, Hi, Mr. Zaredi. I'm currently watching your evening head shave with the TRC Razor video and have noticed the brief comment you gave about the persistent slickness of the skin and hair treatment product, liquid shave cream, for the shave. Here is a possible tip which I have not tried for a very extremely long time a way to eliminate the ongoing slickness after rinsing may be to wipe the rinsed but still slickened skin with some very dilute vinegar solution. I do not really know what concentration to suggest, but I just say very dilute. I would guess that an adequate vinegar preparation Maybe one part of vinegar from the stock bottle to 150 parts water. One should be careful handling vinegar around the face or head or eyes. Absolutely. Thanks for the cautionary note on that, Gary. Really do appreciate it. Now, I uh, emailed him back, had a couple of questions regarding this, uh, just to clarify things. And he wrote back and said, you rinse your face after you're done shaving, so you want some way to complete the rinsing but the slickness is still there. You no longer want that because you finished using the razor. 
No more lubrication from the soap is needed and none wanted. Very, very dilute vinegar will take care of that. So uh, a little bit of vinegar, just a little bit of diluted vinegar for that final rinse, and that will take take care and get rid of that that little bit of uh, extra slickness that you want to remove. Really interesting shaving tip. So much so, I did a Google search uh, regarding vinegar, uh, apple cider vinegar, and a shaving routine. And I came across this post from Reddit. This was posted 10 years ago by HR78, and I will link to this post so you can read it firsthand. But uh, this wet shaver posted something regarding organic apple cider vinegar after shaving. And he wrote, someone recommended that I try using apple cider vinegar after shaving to reduce irritation and it worked like a charm. I mixed it 50-50 with warm water and used the organic stuff as recommended. Now this would be something like Bragg's apple cider vinegar with the mother that's in it. That's that the cloudy substance that's in there. Uh, I use a straight razor to shave with and have always had a spot on my neck that would get irritated afterwards. Not anymore. Just thought I'd put it out there in case someone wanted to give it a try. It stinks for a while though, so you may want to shave at night or hop in the shower afterwards. Well, again, um, for any of these uh applications or routines with a, a, a vinegar, apple cider vinegar, dilute, 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 dilute. Be very, very careful. But uh, just make sure you're diluting it and uh, see how that goes. But uh, do not use it uh, in its 100% strength form. Dilute it. Dilute it, dilute it, dilute. I can't emphasize that enough. But you might also want to do a little more uh, Googling, searching online to see uh, if other folks are using an apple cider vinegar uh, for their post-shave routine in its diluted form. And if you out there are doing the same thing, please comment below and let us know. A really, really interesting shaving tip from Gary J.C. Bird. Thanks so much, Gary. Really do appreciate it. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George Sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post-haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George Sketch, just email me a shaving tip. Email that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the morning shaving tip segment of the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George Sketch. So Gary, J.C. T-Bird, Thanks very, very much for a very interesting shaving tip involving vinegar and post-shave routine. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Robert Ross. He very kindly emailed this to me, and the subject heading was, Shaving Tip, Be Organized. And he wrote, Hi, Mark. I know a lot of people are pressed for time. In order to enjoy a good shave, I like to lay out all my stuff the night before. First, I always lay out all my shaving gear on a small towel. None of my shaving gear rests directly on the counter. Second, in the lathering bowl, which is actually a cereal bowl, is a measuring spoon with 1 16th teaspoon of shave soap already measured out. Just above the bowl is a pen knife that I use to scrape every morsel of soap out of the measuring spoon. Third, the pre-shave, cremo, is all ready to go along with the razor, brush, alum block, and post-shave balm. 
The black measuring spoon is used to measure out the distilled water that I use to make my lather. A 16th teaspoon soap to a half tablespoon of distilled water. Fourth, in the top left-hand corner, you will see a microfiber cloth. This is incredibly handy for drying my blade and razor parts after the shave. It absorbs water much better than a regular bath towel. So there you have it. Stay organized, protect your gear, and take good care of it. It will last you a lifetime, except when you're clumsy like me <laughs> and broke my marble lathering bowl. I plan to purchase an unbreakable lathering bowl made by Captain's Choice. It's made of copper and has rave reviews. So the cereal bowl eventually will make its way back to the kitchen in the future. Cheers, Bob Ross. Bob, I'm so sorry to hear about your marble lathering bowl, your marble shaving bowl. I wasn't laughing at the fact that you broke it. I was just, just laughing at the way you expressed it, being clumsy. And I can very well understand that how many of us have dropped shaving gear in the shave den uh, before to... Uh, to our great regret, absolutely. So, matter of fact, if you recall, I dropped uh, a wonderful coffee mug in getting ready for the show, that uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug that I've mentioned before. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, it's like, doggone, why did I, how, why was I so clumsy with that? So I understand completely. So thanks very, very much for an extra shaving tip. And thanks so much for showing us through that picture, your routine of how you lay everything out. That really is very, very instructive. Uh, thanks so much. Really, really do appreciate the extra shaving tip this morning, Bob. Thanks again. Well, this morning we have a couple of shave den visits. The first shave den visit is from Robert Ross, who clarifies that situation regarding his uh, supply marble shaving bowl that he said that he clumsily dropped. And he wrote, Hi, Mark. The other day I was about to shave. I heated up my supply marble bowl with hot water and proceeded to hop in the shower. Once out of the shower, I picked up the lathering bowl and it slipped out of my wet hands and crashed into the sink. There lay my one and only lathering bowl in pieces. Now what to do? Well, I went to the cupboard and got one of our cereal bowls seen in the photo. I proceeded to do my usual lathering process by measuring a 16th teaspoon of soap to a half tablespoon of distilled water. It took a little longer to whip up a lather because there are no ridges on the bottom of the bowl, but it was still perfectly acceptable to my surprise. The moral of the story? A lowly cereal bowl measuring six inches wide by three inches high performed very well. I might look at those non-skid stickers used in bathtubs to create more friction, but for now, likely not. The advantages of the cereal bowl versus my old marble bowl are it's dirt cheap, easily replaceable, and the lather no longer slops over the sides. So maybe the shaving gods were trying to send me a message after all. Take care, Bob Ross. Well, Bob, I'm, again, I'm very, very sorry to hear that you dropped the, uh, the supply marble shaving bowl. Here's mine right here, and it's got a lot of heft. The marble retains a lot of heat, uh, which is nice, uh, as, you, uh, as you well know. And it has some ridges cut into it that really aid in uh, creating a little bit of friction and resistance to uh, really, really build a lather. So, uh, you know, it, it, it has some really, really good heft and it fits in the hand very, very nicely. But yes, you gotta be careful. 
uh, because uh, it could get it can get slick and it could slip out of your hand uh, as it did for you. And uh, luckily, to be perfectly honest with you, you didn't drop this on your toe because this has got some got some weight to it. You know what? Let me get my scale here right now. I'll just get my scale. Here's my handy dandy digital scale right here. Let's just. Uh, Turn it on here and let's see what this weighs in at on my scale. This might be off a little bit because it's not the the, the it's not the most top shelf electronic scale, but it's it does a fairly good job. Okay, so in grams, that's 478.3 grams. And let's just change it to ounces. And that's uh 16.87 ounces. Yeah, that's heavy. You know, <laughs> you don't want that dropping on your uh, toe. So I guess probably. Uh, blessing in disguise that it shattered in the sink and you didn't drop it on your foot. Uh, you know, that's probably one way of looking at it. But I'm so glad the cereal bowl worked for you. And thanks very much for sending along uh, the photo of that. Really, really do appreciate it. We've got another Shave Den visit from Douglas Thompson, who wrote, Hey, Mark, just added your sketch to the Badger Den. Makes a nice addition. Thanks again, Doug Thompson. Doug, thanks so much for sending along the photo. Really, really do appreciate it. You got the uh, George sketch right there at the top, nicely framed. Very, very flattered by that. Thanks very, very much. And as I say to anyone out there who uh, received a George sketch, if you have it framed, hanging in your shave den or in your home someplace, snap a picture of it. We'll share it here on the Monday Morning Mailbag. Uh, and if you just want to share your, your shave den with all the viewers and wet shavers out there, Snap a few pictures. We'll share it here on the uh, Shaved End segment of the Monday Morning Mailbag. Also, Douglas sent this along, and he said, Hey, Mark, thought you might like to see a handle comparison on the Simpson brushes. Well, we just recently talked about the uh, Simpson brushes, the Charles III brush that uh, was sent along. Um, starting on the left, Chubby 1, Chubby 2, Chubby 3, Polo 14, Polo 12. I know the one gentleman was worried his hand might be too large for the chubby two. The polo brushes might work out for him. Have a good week, Doug Thompson. Well, Douglas was also the one who very, very kindly sent along the Charles III uh, brush. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful brush. And that was the point of discussion, whether or not the brush was going to be a little too small for someone with large hands. And uh, we, uh, we talked about that in the previous Monday morning mailbag. So Douglas, thank you very, very much for sending this, sending this photo along uh, of your shave den and showing those uh, brush handle comparisons. Uh, very, very helpful. Again, from uh, left, we've got the uh, Chubby 1, then the Chubby 2, then the Chubby 3, Polo 14, and Polo 12. So there you go, folks. And again, Doug, thanks so much for sending along the photos of your shave den. Thank you so much for honoring George by placing him right there at the top. Really, really do appreciate it. And uh, again, my thanks to uh, Robert Ross for sending along uh, a really, really good tip about um, using a cereal bowl uh, in a pinch that could work uh, as a lathering bowl. And uh, thanks very much for sending along the photo of that. So gentlemen, thanks so much for sharing your shave dens with everyone this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we promised you a pet visit and it comes courtesy of viewer Bill Murphy and his wife, Connie. Now in a previous Monday morning mailbag, Bill said that they were going to be visiting family in Texas and they'll also be visiting Charlie the dog. And he sent along a photo. And I said to him, I emailed him back and said, well, when you do visit family and you do see Charlie there, send along some photos and whatever else you'd like to send along. 
and we'll share it here on the Monday Morning Mailbag. Well, sure enough, Bill sent along some photos and some video of Charlie in action. Uh, and here's what Bill wrote. Hi, Mark. We will be starting our drive home tomorrow from Granbury, Texas. Well, they will, by the time this airs, they will absolutely be home and they'll be able to watch this segment uh, at their convenience, at their leisure. So that's that's good to hear. And I hope you had a, a, a safe trip home, Bill and Connie. Uh, here's Charlie. He's a nine-month-old golden doodle that belongs to my sister-in-law and her husband and is still in his active puppy stage. He is very friendly and full of energy. We had a hard time getting him to stay still for a picture. The pictures are of me and the other is of my wife, Connie. The voice in the video is my brother-in-law. Well, here, folks, check out the video of Charlie in action. Ready? Here it is. Come here. Right? <laughs> right here. Where is it? Give it to me. Give it to me. Here it is. Ready? Man, you done. Got the squeaker out of it. <laughs> he brings it right between your legs. <laughs> Where'd you do it? Well, thanks so much for sharing the uh, the photos and video of Charlie Bill. Really, really do appreciate it. That is absolutely wonderful, and uh, I hope that you and your wife arrived home safely and had a wonderful, wonderful trip. Thanks so much for checking in and sending along these great pictures of Charlie and especially the video also so we all get a chance to see Charlie in action. Thanks very, very much. And folks, if you have a photo of a, or a video of your beloved pet, please send it here to the Monday Morning Mailbag and we'll share it with all the viewers out there. So my thanks again to Bill and Connie Murphy for very kindly sending along those great photos and video of Charlie. Thanks again. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. Simply get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Again, Simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and both of those podcasts will come right up. Available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, as you can see, I'm back home from the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup. What an absolutely wonderful event. About a two and a half hour drive from my home down to River's Edge Cutlery in Hilliard, Ohio, where the meetup took place. A wonderful, wonderful location and a terrific store. If you are ever in Hilliard, Ohio, check out River's Edge Cutlery. We had a great lunch. Got to meet a lot of fellow wet shavers. Uh, great door prizes. Timeless Razor donated some absolutely fantastic door prizes. Uh, there were some very, very lucky wet shavers that walked away with a beautiful Timeless Safety Razor. No kidding. Shannon Soaps provided the shave soap a Saturday afternoon in Columbus. And the folks at uh, Spearhead gave us, it looks like three Scots uh, EDP right here. Absolutely. An absolutely wonderful, wonderful event. Let's go to the highlight reel. 
River's Edge Cutlery is an absolutely beautiful store. It was a wonderful venue for the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup this year. I spoke with a couple of employees to get an overview of what the store offers. Okay, so I'm talking yeah. with Isaiah and Noah. Noah. Isaiah and yep. Noah, we're here at River's Cutlery at the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup, and they were just telling me what they carry in the way of Oh, yeah. uh, cutlery and knives and that sort of thing. So yeah. what exactly? Now you have a wall back there yep. that is nothing but kitchen knives. Kitchen so knives. Kitchen stuff, Shun, uh, Kai, which is actually a company that owns Shun now, um, and Victorinox. Um, uh -huh. And pretty much any folding knife brand you can think of. Um, Spiderco, Benchmade, Savivi, Kershaw. Uh, we have sharpening accessories as well. Um, and then in the back wall, um, in that direction, we have outdoor gear. So bags, um, anything you'd like to try and you know, kind of stow away things um, on the go. Um, and then we have fixed blades on this wall, so hunting, uh, you know, utility fixed blades. David Martin, also known as Ohio Shaves on YouTube, set up a mini studio where he conducted interviews for his channel. First up was fellow wet shaver Tom Donnarumma, all the way Five from New York. hours from Western New York just to be here and see my friends. <laughs> I think that's great. So we were outside talking. Yep. And... I don't he's Italian, I'm Italian, so... David also had a conversation with Jeremiah from Timeless Razor, and we had a chance to catch up with fellow wet shaver Charles Smith. So I'm here at the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup with uh, Charles Smith, and he's showing me some of his razor projects. Okay, so we have this one here. This is from Carve. This is the Overlander. What I decided to do with this is cover it with copper sulfate which gives it sort of this bluish color. Most of the material wore off, which is fine. And now we have just little streaks of blue and this kind of nice coppery finish, sort of wavy discoloration, this weathered look on top that I think looks nice and it works okay. It's still nice and comfortable to use. And then on this one, I also wrote about this. This is a brass razor head I ordered from, where is it, uh, AliExpress. And I took some brass black and put it on there after uh, taping off certain sections with masking tape. So then I also applied a little bit of copper sulfate just to give it, again, a little bit of a different weathered look. It looks okay. It's different. It's fun and it still works great for a comfortable shape. Beautiful. What else you got? That's about it. That's about it? <laughs> Thank you very much for the, uh, the look at some, a couple of really nice customized razors. Put it side by side, I'll just, okay. I'll just get them like that. Beautiful. We had a great barbecue lunch outside. It was very much a picnic atmosphere. Great food and great conversation. Most of the meetup took place in an upstairs room that had a beautiful glass wall allowing you to look out over the entire store. And James German presided over the meeting. Ohio Shaves and Monday Morning Mailbag are doing on-site podcasting. 
So talk to them. They'd like to talk to you guys, I'm sure. Um, otherwise, there's still a lot of goodies on the table. We're going to raffle this stuff off after lunch. Um, Lee is our gems of wisdom person. Uh, so if you have, specifically, I talked to somebody last week about um, gem raisers, and I said, oh, we're going to have a gem guy at the meetup. And he said, oh, he's coming to the meetup. So we can talk about gem raisers, uh, specifically maybe the MM24, the brainchild of... Uh, there were some great items for the giveaway. Timeless Razor very generously donated safety razors, adjustable shave brushes, shaving bowls, and Timeless Razor towels. And of course, River's Edge Cutlery has a wet shaving section in their store. You can pick up some of your favorite shaving soaps, razors, blades, shaving brushes, that sort of thing. Let's take a look at it, and let's get on with the musical photo montage. One last word regarding this young couple. This is Cassie Smolik and Ryan McGrath, and they are going to be married next year, soon to be the McGraths. Anyhow, Cassie wrote the following to me when she sent me this picture, uh, and she said that we had a good time today, Mark. I'm glad my uncle, Dan Leary, sent us. He's a big fan of your podcast. It was nice meeting you and the others, and now Ryan is fully equipped to begin the wet shave. Thanks again from the soon-to-be McGraths, Ryan McGrath and Cassie Smolik. Again, they're going to be married next year, and our very, very best wishes to them. And thanks to Dan Leary for sending along your niece and her fiancé. They both came away with some great door prizes, and I'm sure Ryan learned a lot about the traditional wet shave. So thanks again, Dan. It was great meeting Cassie and Ryan, and I look forward to meeting you at the next Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. Thanks again to James German for organizing an absolutely wonderful Wet Shave Meetup. It was great seeing everyone there today. And make sure to check out Ohio Shaves' YouTube channel. That would be David Martin's YouTube channel, Ohio Shaves, where you will be able to see all those interviews in their entirety. And we will be showing highlights of those interviews on upcoming Monday morning mailbags. 
So thanks again to James German and everyone who attended. I had an absolutely wonderful time, and I look forward to seeing everyone again at the next Let's Shave Meetup real soon. And I need a shave. <laughs> well, one Wet Shave Meetup is in the books, and another Wet Shave Meetup is fast approaching. I'm talking about October Shave Meetup 2023. This takes place on October 21st, 2023 at 10.30 a.m. at Pasteur Pharmacy, located at 53 East 34th Street, New York, New York, 10016. Here's what you can look forward to. Meeting a lot of artisans, uh, a lot of great snacks and drinks, sample heaven, uh, new releases, exclusive discounts, raffles and giveaways, and get a load of this. Ticket information, tickets are free. We will link to the Pasteur website where you can get all the information regarding October Shave 2023. And as they write here, don't miss out on this unique opportunity to immerse yourself in the world of shaving, connect with artisans, and take home some incredible products at exclusive prices. Mark your calendars, invite your shaving buddies, and gear up for the October Shave Meetup 2023. Warm regards, Leon and the Pasteur Pharmacy team. We will have a link to the Pasteur website, again, where you can get all this great information regarding October Shave 2023, taking place on October 21st, 2023. Mark your calendars. We'll have the links below. Well, we have an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway this morning. And uh, we are getting ever closer to 10,000 subscribers. As many of you know, when this channel reaches 10,000 subscribers, we're doing this wonderful, wonderful giveaway being made possible by some wonderful viewers out there. My sincere thanks to all of them, again, for making this 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway possible. Now, the other day, I was going through everything and organizing it and arranging it into first prize, second prize, third prize, etc. prize packages. And each one is really, really shaping up to be spectacular. I might move some things around and shift some things around, but I think I'm pretty much set with what we have. We have another contribution today and one more also that will be arriving soon. I might be dropping in on this video to show that to you or we'll do that on the next Monday Morning Mailbag. I'm not entirely sure. But let me show you what arrived today from viewer Jim from Northfield, James Gazda. Here it is right here. This is the Art of Shaving uh, shaving kit right here. Absolutely wonderful. And he uh, very kindly enclosed the note where he said, uh, Hey Mark, please accept this shave kit for your 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Your channel has been growing steadily due to the wonderful content. I hope its continued growth helps our hobby. Boom! <laughs> Thanks as always, Jim from Northfield, James Gaza. Thank you very, very much, James. Here it is, folks. It's a wonderful sandalwood shaving kit from The Art of Shaving. Uh, comes in a really, really nice sleeved package. And when you open it up, there you have uh, some uh, shave cream, a beautiful synthetic shaving brush, uh, it looks like aftershave balm and is that aftershave balm? Or is this pre-shave? This is pre-shave oil and this is aftershave balm. So pre-shave oil, shave cream, synthetic shaving brush and aftershave balm right there. Thank you so very, very much, Jim, 
really, really wonderful addition to the uh, 10,000 subscriber prize package pool. And uh, we will be setting this, uh, you know, putting this in one of the prize packages. Again, it's really shaping up to be an absolutely spectacular, spectacular giveaway. And it's being made possible through some very, very generous contributions from the following viewers. Let me give out, let me send out again, sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, Zachary Norton, Wesley Kirby, Heiko Shaves, Chris Witte, Caleb Bowers, Doug Thompson, Wally Pankowski, James Gazda, everyone at Pretech, and all the folks at Vikings Blade. Thank you all very, very much for making the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway possible. I really, really do appreciate it. And as always, I want to extend heartfelt gratitude to all our incredible YouTube viewers for your wonderful support. Whether you've liked, shared, subscribed, or left thoughtful comments, your engagement has been a driving force behind the channel's growth and success. Your dedication motivates me to create more content that I hope resonates with you. I truly appreciate your role in this journey, and I'm excited to keep delivering content that you love. Thank you for being an essential part of the Monday Morning Mailbag and this YouTube channel. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that really is a nice, delightful cup of coffee from Black Rifle Coffee Company. Again, uh, silencer smooth. Uh, this is uh, part of the coffee of the month Christmas gift that I received from uh, my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys. This is a light roast. So I guess what I got maybe one or two left. <laughs> to close out the year, something like that. But this is really, this is really a nice one. Silencer smooth. And if you like light roast coffees, check it out. Really, really terrific. And if you're looking for a great gift for the coffee lover in your life, check out Coffee of the Month from Black Rifle Coffee, uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company. I have really enjoyed that gift. It really was very, very thoughtful. And every month, every month I get a different coffee from Black Rifle Coffee Company. And uh, I remember, you know, I remember the gift giver. So I'm always thinking of my nephew, Jason, and his wife, Allison, and the boys. It really is a terrific, terrific gift. Hang on one minute. One more. <laughs> hmm. All right. Okay. Now we can go ahead with uh, the refill segment and check out some of these comments. Some really, really very, very informative comments this week. We're going to kick it off with something from viewer James Sefton, who wrote about the... Um, Fine Accoutrements DE5 a safety razor that was reviewed on the channel uh, just recently. And he wrote, Hey Mark, hope this finds you well. I received my Fine DE5 today and gave it a test drive right away. And I can't believe how mild it is, but efficient as well. I don't need another razor, but got it anyway. No need to explain. I know you understand. 
Yeah, rad. Razor acquisition disorder. Yes, I do understand, James. Uh, take care, James. He also followed up with uh, this comment. Um, uh, it does okay, but a little too mild for me, but I'm going to keep it in my rotation. It would be great for a beginner to wet shaving. Uh, but again, it's uh, in my opinion. No, that's absolutely fine. I think this is an absolutely great, great razor for a beginner wet shaver. Absolutely. It does have a nice, mild, yet efficient quality. I really like it. Terrific, terrific build. Beautifully, beautifully chromed. And just an all-around great, great razor from the folks at Fine Accoutrements. So check it out. We did a review just recently on it. And uh, it really did a splendid job of uh, delivering a nice, mild, yet efficient uh, shave. I prefer mild razors, and you can always up the efficiency of a mild razor by putting in a slightly sharper blade. And I think, you know, I haven't done it yet, but my uh, my hunch here, my hunch here is that a feather blade will uh, pair up nicely with this uh, fine DE5 razor. So James, thanks very very much for uh, your comments on that. Uh, so glad to hear that you're enjoying uh, a nice mild shave with a DE5. Razor. Uh, Roderick McLeod uh, checked in. This is regarding the uh, comment we had pre, uh, in a previous Monday morning mailbag about a razor blade having one side a little sharper than the other. Uh, and he wrote, uh, great 3MB. Thanks very much, Roderick. Regarding one side sharper, inaccuracy in the razor build could cause this for sure. But if it's different blade to blade or with a particular blade brand, I would imagine that at certain points in a production run, the stone wheels could wear more or less, resulting in a differential in sharpness or even more likely one edge being a thousandth of an inch or so closer or farther to and or from the blade centerline, effectively resulting in slightly different blade exposure on one side. I'm sure that different blade makers have slightly different quality control standards that would cause this result. In either case, if this happens, flipping the blade so side A of the blade ends up on side B of the razor head will let you know if it's the blade or if it's the razor. I'd definitely be interested to know what brands of blades and with what razor we're having this issue. Roderick, really, really great insight on actually testing the blade with the razor. Thanks so much for that. And I hope we hear more about this issue. Absolutely. Um, Paul Denali checked in regarding the cutouts on uh, the uh, razor blades right here, that uh, cutout pattern in that razor blade. Bob LaRoe posed the question, why is that cutout pattern in there? And Paul wrote, if I am correct, then to understand how we ended up with the cutouts on razor blades, we just have to look at the history of Gillette DE razors and blade combinations. The first was the three-holer with three pegs on the top cap that fit through three holes on the blade. Then came the new Gillette that utilized a center bar and slot in the middle of the blade combination. Around this same time in the 1930s, Gillette made the Goodwill razor that used both diamond and triangle shapes, so the side hole cutouts went from round to diamond. You will also notice that the four corners of the blade are cut out so as to accommodate some tech razors that had blade stops in the corner of the top cap. Gillette made these variations to shut out competitors and to change things up 
as patents expired. And yet they did so in such a way that the blades would be backwards compatible with older razors. How about that? So I guess what Paul is saying, the configuration, the cutout here is a configuration that makes it, makes it universally adaptable to just about, or actually universally, universally adaptable to all safety razor configurations. Uh, holes, center bars, diamonds, triangles, that sort of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Christian uh, Ortleff uh, followed up with this. Right, that's what I heard and read too. First, the three-hole blades, then for the new type, diamonds for the Gillette with diamond posts and so on. And to make sure that nowadays blades fit for every DE razor, we have this design from today's DE blades. Greetings from Germany, Christian. Christian, thanks so much for tuning in from Germany. I really do appreciate it. Love hearing from all the international viewers out there. But yeah, Christian seems to be confirming what Paul is saying here, that this cutout, universally adaptable, will fit in uh, all DE razors out there. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, gentlemen. Really do appreciate that. Stan Chapman wrote, Hello, Mark. Uh, the question asked from a viewer about what the slot cut into the center of the razor blades was a very good question is I hadn't thought that hard about it before. As I was thinking about my razors, most of them use the length of the slot and larger holes to keep the blade aligned. But then I thought of my 1947 Gillette Superspeed. This razor was the first Superspeed produced by Gillette so was tickled to say the least when I found it on eBay for such a reasonable price, and it's a great shaver. Picture attached shows what is really unique about this razor, and that is the center bar does not have notches at the ends, and the ends are bent outward to resemble wings. I mentioned this as it is the only razor I am aware of that uses the small slots cut across the blade at the ends of the larger center slot. When you look at the picture, it will be apparent what I'm talking about. Maybe your viewers know of other razors that use the center slot in other unique ways. Always enjoy the show. Stan Chapman. Stan, thanks very much for the uh, the photo of that really wonderful Gillette Super Speed and uh, letting us know some additional information regarding that razor and the uh, center cutout of the razor blade. Really, really interesting history. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Beth Jones uh, offered this. Good morning, Mark, and thank you for another informative Monday morning mailbag. Oh, thank you, Beth. But again, the viewers are the ones that make this show so informative and entertaining. My thanks to all the viewers out there for contributing such great, great information. Interesting question about the center cutout in the razor blades. I know that when Henson designed their razor, they decided not to use the V-holes uh, in the razor blade because they said those cutouts are notoriously unreliable and can vary among the many different blade manufacturers. That is why Henson decided to use the slot and tab design for their top cap. Uh, I will do some digging and see if I can find out some more info. Have a great rest of the week. Thanks very much, Beth, for that. Really, really do appreciate that. Beth also followed up with a shave soap recommendation for the Charles III shave brush that Doug Thompson very, very generously sent to the channel. And she wrote, also, don't forget about Wickham Soap Company 1912 line of vegan shave soaps. They are based in Belfast, Northern Ireland, and their shave soaps are handmade in England. 
They are hard to find here in the U.S. I found the two tubs I have at West Coast Shaving. Thanks very much for that shave soap recommendation, Beth. Really do appreciate it. We will link to West Coast Shaving so folks can get up there and search for Wickham Soap Company's 1912 line of vegan shave soaps. Thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Scott Martin wrote, Great episode, Mark. I enjoyed seeing some straight razor content this week. I was a straight razor shaver for seven years before I picked up a DE, and now I am in love with both styles. Have an awesome week, Scott. Yeah, a lot of wet shavers out there are moving from the uh, straight razor. Actually, they're moving from the safety razor to the straight razor. Uh, This is the first time I've heard from someone from going... This is the first time I've heard of someone going from straight razor to safety razor, but I'm glad you're enjoying both uh, both kinds of razors to do your shaves. Absolutely wonderful to hear. Viewer Readyland wrote, Hey Mark, Briar is absolutely my favorite scent. Phoenix Shaving is now taking orders and I placed mine a couple of days ago. The scent lasts a very long time and the shave soap is very slick, which is typical for Phoenix Shaving soaps. I was getting nervous because Briar was not offered last year. I ordered enough to last two years just to be safe. Keep the great videos coming. Uh, yeah, Ready Land, uh, we talked about uh, Briar, and I'm so glad that it's uh, up there and being offered right now. We'll have a review uh, of Briar coming very, very soon. I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to the scent. And of course, you're right, CK6. Is just absolutely wonderful. Lathers a treat very, very quickly. Provides some great slickness and cushion. I love CK6, as all the viewers out there know. So thank you very, very much for uh, letting us know that Briar is now available. Chuck Price wrote this regarding bottle color. Uh, and this was the uh, Ogallala uh, Bay Rum that we talked about in the blue bottle. And Chuck wrote, Mark, you are absolutely correct about the bottle color. The colors block light that would break down the liquid inside, just like beer coming in amber or green bottles. Chuck, well, how about that? That's, that's, I, I, thought I, I, I thought I heard or read that someplace. So Chuck, thanks very much for confirming that. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we talked about the Dr. Squatch Henson razor that is available. And Beth Jones very, very kindly sent in this review. And uh, she writes, my review of the Dr. Squatch Henson Aluminum 13 Mild Razor. Well, it's Henson AL 13 Mild Razor. I'll be using that interchangeably as I read her review here. Items used, Dr. Squatch Henson AL 13 Mild Razor, Castle Forbes 1445 Shave Cream, RK razor blade. The Dr. Squatch version is a vibrant green color with the Dr. Squatch logo emblazoned across the top cap. With the Henson razor's newly redesigned razor head, I not only experienced an increased efficiency, but also it seems to be slightly more weighty than the original AL13 Henson razor design, even though Henson neither addresses this nor says that anything has changed 
with the version 2.0. Blade alignment and blade exposure, as it is with every Henson razor, is spot on. I used the RK blades that were included in the razor, and I found them to be very sharp, smooth, and efficient, right up there with the Menorah Golden Shave razor blades. The result was a close, smooth, comfortable, and efficient shave. I did nick myself once, but I chalked that up to operator's error. Final thoughts. The Henson razor is a consistent and reliable shaving instrument, and the Dr. Squatch version is no exception. As with every Henson AL13 mild razor, the user can expect the same great shaving experience with the Dr. Squatch version. As always, your mileage may vary. Beth, thanks very, very much for a very informative review of the Dr. Squatch Henson razors. There you go, folks. We will have a link where you can check out the Dr. Squatch razor and possibly purchase one for yourself. Sounds like an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shaver in the great Henson shaving tradition. Thanks again, Beth. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, this past Thursday, you may have seen the review uh, for Eastwood Shave Soap from the Wet Shaving Store. We, uh, we uh, reviewed the uh, shave soap and also the aftershave splash. This is an homage to the great Clint Eastwood Westerns that we all know and love. It's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic scent. Uh, and as they, uh, as they uh, say here uh, in their release, an exclusive collaboration between the Wet Shaving Store, Shave Dad, a prominent Facebook group for shaving enthusiasts, and Hendrix Classics and Company. We're going to remind you of the scent notes here as they write, Eastwood's fragrance is a harmonious blend of rich, warming tobacco blossom enveloped in a symphony of caramel and complemented by notes of mandarin, honey, and rose. It's a scent that exudes sophistication and warmth, making it an ideal choice for those seeking a unique and indulgent shaving experience. That describes and captures the scent perfectly. I absolutely love, love, love this scent. I used this before cameras rolled. Uh, it makes a wonderful lather, heaps and heaps of lather. Uh, for the review, I use the uh, Parker 96R, which is also available at the uh, wet shaving store. Really terrific, terrific mild razor. And uh, before cameras rolled, the shave I had before cameras rolled, I happened to use the uh, stainless steel Mosai. I think that's how it's pronounced. M-O-S-S-E-I. I'm always confusing the pronunciation of that. My apologies. I think it's Mosai. Mosai, I think, or, or Mosai. I think it's Maasai. Anyhow, however it's pronounced, this is a terrific, terrific stainless steel razor, uh, very much in the style of the supply single-edge injector razors out there. Uh, really terrific. A uh, little more growl than the Supply SE. I will tell you that right now. Here's my Supply SE. Supply SE is definitely a favorite and uh, love it for face shaves and head shaves. The Maasai has a little more growl, a little more aggression, but I tell you, one day's worth of beard growth uh, and I got a BBS shave with just two passes of this. And of course, uh, the Eastwood shave soap uh, definitely, definitely helped. Just a wonderful lather, beautiful glide and slickness, but this scent really is wonderful. There is a sophistication and refinement to it, and I really, really like it a lot. And I would imagine uh, any shave soap with the name 
Eastwood would definitely have this scent. If you haven't seen the review, it it uh, debuted this past Thursday. Check it out. It's still up there, obviously. And uh, you'll get a, a real good look at the performance of Eastwood Shave Soap. My thanks again to Andy and Maya and everyone at the Wet Shaving Store for passing along uh, Eastwood Shave Soap and Aftershave Splash and allowing me to share it with all the viewers. We'll have links to both of these below. Thanks again to Andy and the Wet Shaving Store. Well, we have another shave soap and shave splash combination that we'll be reviewing very, very soon. Wanted to show you this one from Denton Magic. I've already taken the lid off so I can kind of hold it up a little more closely to the camera for you here. This is Kung Fu Koala. Yeah, boy, does this have a great kick. This one will definitely, definitely wake you up in the morning. Wow. And as they write on the product page, he might look soft and cuddly, but looks can be deceiving. Watch out for the roundhouse kick to the face of cooling menthol. Yes, there is menthol in this shave soap. That's all in caps. This is a refreshing scent combination of eucalyptus, menthol, tea tree, and camphor. Yeah, this has got quite the kick and is really going to wake you up. Absolutely. And, of course, this is from Denton Magic, and it comes in these wonderful uh, smaller uh, shave soap uh, containers here that uh, are great for the shave den for storage and also great for travel, as is the uh, shave splash. So we will get a review done on these uh, very, very soon. The scent really is a terrific, terrific kick of eucalyptus, menthol, tea tree, and camphor, all of those all of those scent notes come through, and it's definitely one that's going to wake you up in the morning. Really looking forward to using and reviewing this. My thanks to uh, Mark Denton of Denton Magic for passing along Kung Fu Koala. Really looking forward to this one, folks. We'll have links below. Viewer Ricardo Aguilar gave us a heads up on a collapsible shaving bowl, and he writes, I just received the collapsible Hawk shaving bowl from AliExpress for less than $9. You know, when I went up there to check it out, it was less than 4 when I saw the price, but that was a sale price. So I guess ordinarily it's going to be available for less than $9. Uh, you might get it on sale for less than 4 or $5. We'll have a link below so you can check it out. Uh, looks like a really, really nice, affordable, collapsible shaving bowl. Great for the shave den, also great for travel. My thanks to Ricardo Aguilar for passing this heads up along on the shave bowl. This is the Yaki Blue Color Collapsible Silicone Shaving Bowl for travel. You can also use it at home in the shave den. It'll probably store very, very easily. So thanks again, Ricardo. Really, really do appreciate it. Hey, we got a heads up regarding Persona Med Prep Blades from both Al Spencer and Rodney Ripplinger. Now, uh, Al Spencer wrote, hey, another great show. FYI, Persona Med Prep Blades have changed their name to AccuThrive. The reference is Geo Fatboy. He has two videos explaining and comparing this. Worth the watch. Some of the YouTube shavers swear by this blade. Al, thanks very, very much for the heads up on this. We will link to Geo Fatboy's uh, YouTube videos where he goes through all the information regarding the change from uh, Persona to AccuThrive. Uh, Rodney Ripplinger also uh, added the following. 
Good morning, Mark. You may want to watch this video about Persona DE blades, specifically the med prep version. Some questions asked about a new version. No more Persona blades? Well, as we already know, they're AccuThrive. Rodney, thanks very, very much for the link to this video. We will also provide that link below, folks. So uh, it sounds like uh, Persona is now known as AccuThrive. We'll have the links to those videos below where you can check it out. It looks like GeoFatBoy covers this uh, topic uh, very, very well. So my thanks again to Al Spencer and Rodney Ripplinger for sending along the heads up regarding the Persona Med Prep Blades becoming AccuThrive. Thanks again, gentlemen. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Ken Frederick checked in with some great new budget price shaving items. And he wrote, Hi Mark, I just wanted to mention a couple of new shaving related items that are a great bang for your buck. The first is the new Kroger brand shaving gel that is comparable to Edge brand, yet is less than half the price currently priced at only $1.99. I have used it and can attest to its high quality. The second item is men's travel bags available at Dollar Tree. They come in a variety of stylish color designs and are quite a deal at only $1.25 each. I have provided a link to the shaving cream and a YouTube video showing the travel bags. Take care, Ken. Hey, Ken, thanks so much for passing this along, folks. We will have a link to the Kroger shaving gel and also a link to the video showing those Dollar Tree travel bags. Thanks very, very much for this, Ken. Really do appreciate it. Wet shavers are always looking for some nice items at a good bargain price that uh, they can uh, use, travel with, use something in the shave den, in a pinch, that sort of thing. So really, really do appreciate you passing this along, Ken. Thanks again very, very much. Viewer Stanley Piaskowski emailed me about a shaving soap that's being offered. And the subject heading of the email read, Second run of this shaving soap, pre-order, won't last long. And here's what he wrote. Mark, being a lifelong Northeast Pennsylvania musician, this shave soap release really caught my attention. I was able to get a sample during the first run of this shave soap, but that first run sold out before I was able to acquire an actual puck. This shaving soap blew me away as far as scent and performance. Well, the second run is about to be released and Pasteur's Pharmacy in New York City is taking pre-orders now. I assume this second run will sell out fast. Check it out, The Birth of Cool. And as they write here, the demand for Birth of Cool has been exceptional, which is why we're thrilled to announce the release of a fresh batch that's currently on its way to our shelves. Don't miss out. Secure your pre-order today before it's sold out. Birth of the Cool is an homage to Miles Davis in New York jazz made exclusively for Pasteur's Pharmacy. The scent is not a normal dupe. Instead, using a couple of different dupe oils and my own touch, making this an entirely unique scent. Birth of the Cool is one-third my son, Margiela Jazz Club, one-third Tom Ford Tobacco Vanille, and one-third my own special tobacco scent blend. Here are the scent notes. Tobacco leaf, 
tobacco flour, lemon, pink pepper, neroli, rum, tonic bean, dried fruit, cedar, vanilla bean. Wow, that sounds really, really awesome. Folks, we'll have a link to where you can pre-order this shave soap. Sounds like an absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent. And yeah, it sounds like it's going to go fast. Hopefully by the time this airs, you'll be able to you'll still be able to pre-order it and get your hands on The Birth of the Cool from Pastor's Pharmacy. My thanks to Stanley Piaskowski for passing this one along. Thanks again, Stanley. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's new wet shaving gear segments. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Viewer Robert Ross sent along the following email regarding feather blades. The subject heading was, feather blades, good, bad, or ugly? Well, you know, that fits in really, really well. Good, The good, the bad, and the ugly, that fits in so well with our Eastwood shave soap. One of my favorite Clint Eastwood Westerns, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> That's a nice, happy coincidence. Anyhow, uh, feather blades, good, bad, or ugly? Uh, and Robert writes, hi, Mark. I tried a feather blade for the first time about a week ago. While I was impressed with its initial sharpness, I was not impressed with its smoothness or its durability. To be fair, it was the closest shave I have ever had in my life, but it took a while for my neck to calm down. So the question really becomes whether the closest shave is worth having if it means foregoing comfort and smoothness. I think not. I would rather have a nice, close shave as well as a comfortable one. There is no sense in feeling as though your face has been half peeled off just so you can boast about having the closest shave ever. In addition, I found the feather tugging on my mustache and goatee on the blade's second use. I think I will stick to my favorite blade, which is the Gillette Platinum. I am glad I only bought a tuck of 10 feather blades. I discarded the one and only feather blade I will ever use after three shaves. For some, they may be the perfect blade, but they are not for me. At least I can say I gave them a go. Now I will search the rest of my life for the person who wants my remaining nine blades. Cheers, Bob Ross. Well, Bob, I guess this falls under the rule of your mileage may vary. Now, uh, here's a hundred feather blades right here that are that uh, that are in the prize package giveaway, the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. These were provided to the giveaway by viewer Mark Bagwell. Thank you again very, very much, Mark. And uh, yeah, a lot of wet shavers like these high, these high stainless platinum coated blades. Um, they, they love the sharpness and they love the shave that it delivers. However, for me, uh, I only use a feather blade in the mildest of razors. Uh, as you know, I always say that I prefer a mild uh, mild razor, and I can always up the efficiency of that mild razor if I want by using a sharper blade in there. And usually when I want to up the efficiency of a mild razor and give it a little more growl, I go right to the feather blades. 
so that's been my rule of thumb, and that's the rule of thumb of a lot of other wet shavers out there. Mild razor, sharp blade, and the feather blade provides that for me. So I guess my suggestion to you would be, uh, before you give away those nine remaining blades, get a mild, mild, mild razor and try that feather blade in a mild razor. I, I will not try this in an R41, uh, Mula R41. R41 is a very, very aggressive razor. So a feather blade in R41 is something I will not, <laughs> I will not attempt. Uh, now that I've mentioned it, <laughs> it's, I'm rather intrigued to see what happens because I've never used it. But my rule of thumb is mild razor and a nice sharp blade. And sometimes if I want to increase the efficiency of that mild razor, I go right to the feather blades because they are very, very sharp. So um, I'll put it to the viewers. What do you think about feather blades? Do you like them? Do they give you a good shave or do they half peel off your face? As, uh, as uh, Bob uh, here has uh, mentioned in his email, uh, I haven't had any bad shaves with them. Uh, but again, I only use a feather blade in mild, mild razors. We'd really be interested in hearing other viewers' uh, comments on the feather blade, how you like them, how you use them, mild razors, aggressive razors, uh, is it your go-to blade? Please comment below and let us know. A great topic of discussion, Robert. Thanks so much for sending it along. Really do appreciate it. Okay, something really, really unbelievable happened uh, this past week. Uh, and it just so happens to magically coincide with our discussion regarding the uh, razor blade cutouts here. Uh, uh, a friend stopped by the office and uh, told me that uh, they were cleaning out his late mother's home and he had some razors that he wanted to give me. And I said, well, if the family wants them, hang on to them. And he said, no, 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 you can have them. Uh, a couple days later, he came by and what he was calling razors were not razors because I thought I was going to, I thought maybe he was going to offer me some vintage uh, super speeds or maybe uh, maybe a maybe a slim or a tech something like that no 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 when he said razors he meant razor blades and look what he presented me with right here this is a pack of Gillette razor blades that go back to the year 1918 now how do I know they go back to the year 1918 because when I received these the first thing I did was take a picture of them and email it to Matt Pisarsik at the Razor Emporium. And I said, Matt, you know, can you give me any information as to the date of these razor blades? And let me open up the pack here so you can see that. All right. These uh, about 14 remaining packs that are all completely sealed appear to be in pristine condition. All right. Let's just set that down there. Look at that. I mean, absolutely pristine condition. They are sealed up. And all the labeling on there is intact. Absolutely amazing. I was amazed by this. Anyhow, Matt took a look at the photos and he said, based on the information that he sees, January, end of January 1918 is what he's telling me. And I believe I have 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 unopened packs remaining in this carton. 
from 1918, 105 years old, if my math is correct. Absolutely fantastic. There was also a, a pack that was opened here that had uh, a razor blade that, are always, that was already unwrapped and a couple of razor blades that were still wrapped. So what we're going to do is we are going to open up this particular razor blade here that is still wrapped and see what we have inside here. And I'm going to show this to you. I've already seen the unwrapped uh, blade, but I'm going to tear this one open just like that. I can, I can afford to do this, this one right here. Okay. Uh, okay. I think it just slide. I think it just kind of slides out. I guess I tore that <laughs> for no good reason, but we were talking about the cutouts and how they evolved. Here it is right here, folks. This is a blade right here that has the three holes. How about that? Look at that. Isn't that, isn't that absolutely amazing? A blade that's 105 years old. I mean, I'm absolutely floored by all that. That is, that is just fantastic, just absolutely amazing. Now, on the other side, <clears throat> there should be some labeling there, and there isn't. That looks like that might be worn away. Let me check the other blade here. Let me see if there is some labeling on the backside of this particular blade here. I'm not going to tear that open. Let's take a look at this one here. I may have, okay. Ah, yeah, there is. There is some, okay, I pulled out the wrong one, but that's okay. And uh, yeah, so there it is. There's that, there's the one side there. Get a look at that. I'm gonna try not to reflect it too much. And then here's the other side here. How about that? Check that out. Isn't that amazing? 105 years old. Again, when my friend came by the office and said, yeah, you know, he's cleaning up his late mother's home. Are you interested in some razors? He meant razor blades, not razors, not a super speed or a tech or a slim or a fat boy. He meant razor blades, 105 years old. Now, uh, in talking to Matt and also talking to Mark Bagwell, they both very, very kindly gave me some information on these. These are not stainless steel. These are carbon steel blades. So they're going to rust. And the question is, how well preserved are they in these packs? Uh, and I'm thinking they're probably, there's probably not any rust on them at all. That's the, th that's the thought. Mark Bagwell took a look at the photos that I, that I had sent Matt, and he seems to think that they look like they were stored fairly well. Uh, the carton is in pretty darn good shape. And if this was in a damp area or, or something like that, you'd see a lot of watermarking and some indication that there was some dampness there that may have gone through the, the packs to rust the blade out. Now, Matt Pisarsik also commented that, uh, boy, these, these blades are very, very different from the modern razor blade. Sounds like they're going to be a little more... Uh, a little more tough, a little more rough, I would say. Uh, that's, uh, I'm paraphrasing his comments, but that's uh, the impression that uh, he gave me with these. Uh, a nice keepsake, something to display in the shave den. Am I going to shave with them? You know what? Here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Uh, when I found my late father's shaving gear, of course, I found that wonderful super speed from 1957, but I also found this razor here. And viewers were able to Help me identify the uh, the age of this Gillette old type razor. This razor is uh, 
probably 1918 and 1922. So this razor is very, very possibly uh, at least 100 years old. Uh, my thought is that it belonged to my grandfather. And there is only one thing wrong cosmetically with it, and that is this one tooth here is bent inward, east to west. Uh, and uh, many a wet shaver has told me, don't try to bend that back because it'll snap off. It's not going to affect the shave. If the, if the, if the tooth was uh, north and south, if it was bent north and south or up and down, then you've got a problem. But because it's east to west, it's just closing that gap a little bit, not really going to affect the shave. And they were right. I have shaved with this a couple of times. It's a very special razor. And the one thing that's really nice about this razor, and it has been pointed out to me, is that the handle is intact. There are no cracks on the handle. And a lot of these old type razors uh, tend to have cracked handles. So the question is, because these blades are thicker and stiffer than a modern razor blade, do I chance putting this in the razor head and snugging it up in the... Uh, with the handle and risk possibly, uh, possibly, possibly uh, cracking the handle. And I can tell you, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just do it right now, just on camera without stunging it up too much to see. Yeah, there's a lot of tension there. I certainly don't want, <laughs> I certainly don't want to uh, snug it up too much. But that's how it sits in the razor head. Now that's not snugged all the way up because I don't want this handle to crack. So. Uh, perhaps, maybe, maybe this gives me the opportunity to do a 100-year-old shave. A shave with a blade that's 105 years old and a razor that is about 100 years old. Every bit of 100 years old. I, I'm, I'm told 1918 for this, for this old type. I'm told 1918, 1922, somewhere in there. So the razor is 100 years old. The blade is 100 years old. It would be a 100-year-old shave. And I just would want to be very, very careful not to snug this up so much that I end up cracking that handle. So uh, I'm going to give it some thought. Let me know in the comments below what you think if I should uh, risk the... Um, the handle, <laughs> if I should go ahead with the shave, uh, if I should uh, just leave them for display, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, what, 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 what say you? What, are, what is your opinion about the 100-year-old uh, the shave and the blades and uh, that sort of thing? Uh, I think it's just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful keepsake. would make for a great display. And uh, the other thing that Mark Bagwell pointed out to me is that these blades, um, because they're carbon steel, uh, they're, pro they're probably going to rust right away. Uh, that's the thing. And, and as you know, I have mentioned in the past that I really like the feel of the modern carbon steel blade, but I won't use it for, for more than one shave because it starts to spot and, and the potential for rust is there. I just cannot keep it from starting that rust and breakdown process. And I'm, I'm assuming because these are carbon steel, they're going to be uh, the same thing. Uh, so uh, it's going to be the same thing with it. So I would probably use this blade once and then up dis and end up discarding it. That's my thought. But I'll put it to the viewers. What do you say? And it looks like, by the way, it looks like that this, that this paper is not meant to open up like... Uh, 
rappers that we have today. At least that's what it seems like. It seems like that that bottom part there looks like an envelope. Looks like that that's probably where you kept the blade. I think maybe you would dry it off and you would insert the blade back into the wrapper uh, for the next shave. <laughs> maybe that's what... Maybe that's what kept it from, from rusting so much. That's my thought. I'm not entirely sure, but um, there you have it. Uh, a razor blade with the, the, the first razor blades that Gillette made for their razors with the three holes that viewer Paul Denali talked about right here. What a, an absolutely happy, magical coincidence this was uh, and uh, my friend dropping them off. My thanks to uh, Sean Suki, my friend, for passing these along. Uh, what an absolutely wonderful, wonderful gift. And, uh, I mean, check out that artwork of King C. Gillette right there. Look at that. Absolutely fantastic. And again, the, uh, the box in really, really very, very good shape. I'll let you get a screenshot of that. How about that, huh? And, of course, the... Uh, 14 unopened sealed packs, six blades each, uh, I believe is what this is. I believe we have six blades in this pack. And just from uh, looking at information about this, information that Matt uh, sent along and talking to Mark Bagwell and that sort of thing, it looks like back then they offered two different kinds of packs. They offered uh, a six pack of blades and also a 12 pack of blades. So that's kind of neat. And uh here, you can hear these moving around in there. I hope I'm not dulling the edge by doing that. But how about that? Uh, Gillette razor blades uh, from 1918. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. So again, my thanks to my, uh, my good friend, Sean Suki, for passing these along to the shaving den. Absolutely fantastic. And my sincere thanks to uh, Matt Pasarsik for providing me with some really, really great information that I'm passing on to you. Thank you very, very much, Matt. I can understand why Procter & Gamble and the folks at Gillette uh, regard him as a really, really informative source uh, when researching the history of Gillette razors, blades, etc. cetera. Uh, Matt really knows his stuff. Thanks again, Matt. I really do appreciate it. And my thanks to Mark Bagwell for some very, very useful information and great feedback. And... Uh, you know, just uh, giving me some additional information on these. So there you have it. Uh, a razor blade from Gillette, 105 years old. Absolutely fantastic. It's got the, I'm just kind of picking it up here off the top of my, <laughs> off the edge of the table here without, without cutting myself. Just want to show that to you on the parting shot right there. A razor blade that is 105 years old in such beautiful, beautiful shape. Ah, wow, absolutely fantastic. Comment below, let me know what you think, what should I do? Uh, I'm just really interested. Haven't made a decision yet. I'm really reluctant to really, really snug that handle up on my, my grandfather's 100-year-old uh, razor. Maybe put him in another razor, I don't know. Comment below, let me know. My thanks again to Sean Suki, uh, Matt Kosarsik, and Mark Bagwell. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. 
Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel. Organize and categorize so you can find everything and it's snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. And yes, it's a new cartoon this week. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.